Welcome NFL Nation, this is the Fake Punt Podcast with Sunny and Vaz. This show is for all of you out there who do not have the time to watch every single game, every single Sunday. We are going to review them all for you, make our analysis all while you're on your way to work, at the gym or wherever you're listening to. So stay tuned. Fake Punt, week seven in the books and what a week. Um, I'm going to go right into it because me and Mike are a little bit under stress right now. Um... We have had our predictions done. Mike is going to go straight into them. Talk about me. Yeah, all right. I'm going to talk about you. For starters, I did better than you in the predictions because you called a couple of upsets that did not happen. Um, and actually, as a, on the whole, we did pretty well this week with the forecast, uh, with the predictions. We did, I think I got uh, one, two, three games wrong for me. And then you went bold on the uh, the Rams Falcons upset and also the Saints Bears upset so you got five wrong but I think it's uh, it's not a bad that's overall a bad that's shout. okay for little for little research what you do hey you know what it was better than last week and improving yourself is all about what we do um start off with the Chiefs Broncos I don't think there was any question on that one the Chiefs were always going to win this game but um, are, with... are the real winners though you know <sighs> well wow, with Mahomes out that's uh that's a big hit to that team um we'll see I don't know did, did we see anything about when he might be coming back it's, it's one of those injuries Three where weeks, it could I've take seen. could take could take a few weeks could be the end of the season for him so um I mean you want to really risk it as well it's like what is it it's like it's on the knee right yeah, it was a dislocated patella, so uh, it depends on how much how much ligament damage is done. But wow, um, I really I really hope that he does come back uh, nice and healthy quickly because they're having a great year, and uh, I think he deserves. What, what does it do for the MVP race it. now? Like, because obviously he's going to miss enough week to be out of the MVP race. Who is it after it, this week? I think I think that's it. I mean, um, well, because Wilson lost as well. Russell well, Wilson w- lost. Wilson lost, and. Um, Watson lost yeah. as well. Watson. Uh, is that is that is that now Sean, in the lead? Sean Watson uh, lost. lost to the Colts, didn't he? So is that is McCaffrey? that McCaffrey in the lead for the MVP now? Wilson. Not only did Wilson lose, he threw his he broke his uh, broke his goose egg and he, uh, he, he he threw a pick. Threw a pick. Yeah. Tricky. We'll get to that. I'm sure we'll talk about it later. All right. Uh, okay. okay. Moving on. Uh, we had the Rams Falcons, which we, well, you, you thought that the Falcons were going to get this upset. They did not. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> it was 37 10 to the Rams. So I got this that is, one. This yeah. is what I get for betting on Matt Ryan. And I was like, I just, it's not so much that I was betting for Alpha Falcons. I just wanted the Rams to lose because I knew yeah. how bad the golf was. And it was a boy a bad game for golf. It was just the, the defense who took it out, right? Yeah, the defense put so much pressure on uh, Matt Ryan, and, and the Falcons are now sitting at one and six. They are really dragging at the bottom of the barrel on this season. Uh, I don't think Dan Quinn is going to finish the season as a head coach. No, I think he'll no, be out. Not at all. Um, and, and it leaves you with what to do with Matt Ryan as well, because uh, you know he's still got some talent in there. He's still still. A reasonable quarterback, but they're selling people off already. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with him. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that one, I think. Um, Dolphins Bills. Uh, Malloy got his hopes up for a little while in this one. Dolphins looked like they might win this, uh, and then the Bills just came through and put the foot down. So 21-31 uh, to the Bills. We both called that, so that's absolutely fine. Jaguars Bengals. Um, Minchu Magic put the Bengals down to 0 and seven. So uh, they are. I think they are literally the worst team in the league right now. They are setting themselves up for that number one draft pick next year. Um, it's like a real fight between Dolphins and Bengals for it, right? 
the Dolphins, yeah, Dolphins and Bengals is not as a team looking pretty, but at least at least the Dolphins put some points on the board, uh, which is a, a good change for them. Um, the one that we both got wrong, actually, Lions Vikings. I don't think either of us. I don't think many people expected to see a third straight week of uh, of of dominant performance by the Vikings and their um, cousins. cousins. But, do, yeah. do, do I want to talk about this one right now quickly? You can do a little bit on it if you want. Oh, if you, do, just... like you can bring yourself to it. It's very Go difficult. On, tell me about it. Tell it's, me about your beloved Lions and what happened. It's it's very difficult. It's it's what happens to every team. If you get the other team to rush for 150 yards and two TDs on you, any quarterback is going to throw for 300 plus yards in 40 yards. That's yeah. just. I, I, it's 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 the very oldest basic rule of football. If you run the ball well, you're opening our passing lanes. So that's why most people or most teams at least force the quarterback to throw and yeah. close up all running lanes. The Vikings have by far the strongest offensive line. And at the moment, after I think Christian McCaffrey is the best all-around player at running back position. Mm. But Delvin Cook is probably the best pure runner at this moment right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Delvin Cook finished the day on, what was it? Oh, just nearly 150 yards, something like that? Yeah, yeah. 142 yards, two DDs. He averages 5.7 per carry yeah. on 25 carries. I mean, that's you're never going to win anything like that. Yeah. Like, you're, you're, you're not going yeah. to gonna win a game like that. Um, the Lions were in it all times. They were mm-hmm. in it, uh, were in it in, the, in all times, but then, like, again, you can't let, you can't, you can't let Cook run on you for 150 yards because that means it doesn't matter if you're leading the Vikings always controlling the pace of the game so yeah. they were never far away from it and if you know when when Cook runs it successfully all it takes is that one play action pass Kirk Cousins sees either Dix or Thielen open and he just needs to put it within 15 yards of them mm-hmm. and they're going to catch it I'm I not, think on the flip side of that though it's uh, it shows it shows how exactly what you're saying the, the reverse of it the the lions offense had absolutely no running game did it so yeah yeah it's just got 30 points i mean matthew Stafford had 40 days 370 yards it's he had a good game himself um that mm. one interception don't forget the interception yeah that's like that you're gonna get that one Stafford interception no matter what but then karen johnson's out for the season now on ir uh, they had three different rushes nobody rushed over 30 yards it's it's I, I'm, I'm more worried about the fact that i mean the Detroit Lions should be playing at the, on, on defensive side. They need to stop all running game because they're very, very, very good DBs. Mm-hmm. They have very good DBs, and you should be just letting them be good DBs. Yeah, <laughs> you understand. And and I don't see them bringing closing up enough gaps, bringing enough pressure because I think they're trying to cover up too many zones, and uh, it's just not how you're gonna win it. It's just that's those two w- losses this week and last week. Nothing hurt more because. Instead of being number one, um, at the AFC North, uh, at the NFC North, you're now last place and at the moment out of contention, contention because the Vikings are five and two, and um, Aaron Rodgers is like six and one or five and two as well. I'm yeah. not even 100 percent sure. So, like we are out of, like we were in it, and then within a couple of weeks we're out of it immediately unless something really big happens. And it's just it's so disheartening because at the moment we actually have a good Lions team. We just didn't. We couldn't lose this game this week and last week. Those two games were must-wins if we both lost. Yeah, yeah, it ruins the scoreline. It ruins, it ruins the the, yeah, the record just... for you as well. And your chances for the for the playoffs. I'm um, just looking at the at the drives for this as well. It looks so. The Lions really started off quite well, and it was 
it was a bit of a tit for tat game, wasn't it? So the Lions came out, they put up, they put seven points on the board. Then the Vikings answered straight back. The Lions went up. Vikings answered straight back. And all that happened really was it went into the half at uh, at twenty one twenty one. So you're actually pretty tied. And that coming out the first possession uh, sort of set the tone for the second half. The the Vikings scored first possession, and then the defense just held the Lions back and held them to punt. So as soon as that was that was done, they got the ball back. They're ready to go again. So because well, Matt Ryan it was torching uh, Matt Ryan, uh, Matthew Stafford was obviously torching them in the beginning. Yeah. And in the end, they were like, well, obviously they cannot run the ball to save their lives, um, and they they're not gonna stop us from doing it. The thing is, you will always like they were always in this game, but yeah. the Vikings were controlling it. Like you can put up a couple of you can put up points one or two TDs ahead. It doesn't matter if the fact if the Vikings are controlling the pace of the game, if yeah. they decide when you score, they decide when they score. Like it's they just outpace them, and then that's just it's disheartening because I think that moment we just lost the season. It is like Fair this game, enough. this game this week decided. It. I think the, this with the Vikings loss was unbelievable, which should have never happened. And last week, Packer, uh, Rustic Packers was it Packers? Um, yes, it was Packers. Yeah, well, that, we that brings us have. on to the next game then. So let's talk about um, the Packers and the Raiders. Aaron Rodgers had an absolute day. I mean, we knew this was going to be a Packers win um, at home for them. And uh, yeah, there was never really a chance of that. He had five interceptions. Uh, sorry, five, sorry, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, Aaron Rodgers played out of his skin in that game, 430 yards. I think that was a fantastic performance compared to a pretty lackluster Raiders performance. Um, so yeah, he's putting himself up into that into that discussion for maybe MVP at some point again. I don't think he will um, because of the. It took so long for that offense to get going. Um, the first yeah. what three games of the season were just awful for the for the Packers. Well, if they he keeps if he them, keeps but... up four hundred and uh, four hundred and five TDs up throughout the season, then yeah, but I feel like he's already got three bad games in the book, whereas Russell Wilson's only got one. So, yeah. Yeah, And even then, it wasn't a bad game. Um, So, another MVP candidate, uh, Watson Texans, uh, took a loss to the Colts, which we actually called called that, yeah, because, I mean, I've seen, you've seen this, seen the Colts, the the stellar performance they put against the Lions as well. Um, They are not a team to be slept on. Jacoby Brissett really coming out and had four passing touchdowns in this game. Um, yeah, like, I like Brissett. We we've said obviously Matt Brissett is uh, Matt Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is the best backup yeah. until I actually realized that Matt Moore was still a thing. Um, like I didn't realize Matt Moore was actually the backup quarterback for the Chiefs because when you have Mahomes, you don't actually think of the backup quarterback. Yeah. But uh, Matt Moore is actually, in my opinion, has always been the very best um, backup quarterback. But anyways, um, Jacoby Brissett obviously had four TDs. Two of those, like one of them was a shuffle pass up front. Yeah. And the other one was a one yard um, slant. So, yes, four TDs. One of them, and the third one was brought in by by Eric Ebron, which was a phenomenal catch. Oh, that was unreal. That was unreal. So, yes, he did have those TDs, but there was a lot of help for those TDs to speak of that. Um, And actually... In in 20 years' time, when he's telling his kids about this game that he threw four touchdowns in, no one's (laughs) going to say to him, oh, yeah, but they were easy touchdowns. Still threw four touchdowns in the game. Like, that's true. But if we're looking at the uh, Colts as possible contenders now, because they're sending at four and two, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, that AFC is like someone's gotta be in that AFC Championship with the Pats, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and with Mahomes out, I don't know how far the Chiefs can go. So, like the thing is, the thing is with with Bassett is, if you if you look at him throw, his throwing motion is very short. Yeah. Yeah. He has very short throwing motion. Like you know, um, when a quarterback who's just starting out to throw. He sort of doesn't he doesn't lash up because he then loses accuracy. He sort of just he doesn't he doesn't wind up his arm. He sort of just brings it up to the top and then sort of pushes us out, right? Yeah. And um, that looked that that didn't look right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That that entire thing didn't look right. And this is what I've been saying about Jacob. We said that he cannot throw deep accurately, and he does have the arm, but he doesn't because of I think it's because of that. I think he physically needs to change a little bit of his throwing motion because. It's like I'm looking at it right now, and yes, he didn't get picked off, but just because didn't nobody crossed the path yeah. of that ball, he has no arc on it, right? <laughs> so it just pushes it out. So mm-hmm. be careful on that. Fair enough. Okay, moving on, we had the uh, the Cardinals and the Giants again, a game that we called as a, as a Cardinals win. Um, yes. Yeah, I, Kyler Murray had a very quiet day. Didn't do much. Uh, 60, 65% completion rate on his attempts, only for 100 yards, but story of the game well chase edmonds what a what a performance from the running back there um three <laughs> touchdowns 126 yards yeah i think this is a, a game that was absolutely dominated by field position for the yeah. um for the cardinals because i mean how do you you know how do you, how you dominate a game like that and you only got 245 total yards as a team so uh, shows again you shouldn't there's no need really to pay a running back as they're growing trees yeah absolutely so um there you go but uh, moving on, we uh, we had who was the next up? We actually got a game wrong. Uh, another one. We had the uh, the Chargers Titans. Chargers are a great team. Why why they they have so much talent on there? Why are they losing to a to a Titans team being shepherded around by a uh, uh, Ryan Tannehill who got booted from the Dolphins? It's it's not. Uh, it's 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 yeah. a very typical Chargers game. Like the Chargers yeah. are the Chargers right now. They they'll score a couple of points, but they'll they'll not get they they not finish games. They do not finish games. Mm-hmm. And it's I mean, just frustrating. If if you're gonna allow as a defense, you're allowing Ryan Tannehill to put 300 plus yards passing yards on you. Then <laughs> sorry guys, you deserve to lose. But um, <laughs> but there we go. We got that one wrong. Um, Saints Bears. Yeah, told you no one's stopping the Saints right now. They're rolling yeah. through. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater doing his best until uh, until Breeze gets back, which should be potentially next week, potentially the week after. I haven't heard anything about his return. But this, is, this is what I've been saying, sort of. Um, I called the Bears to win because I didn't think the Saints could score more than 12 points. Yeah. And, like, I knew the Bears were going to score more than 12 points. And, I, like, the Saints haven't scored 36 in six games. No. Like, no, no, like so it is a breakout game. For the Saints offensively um, with Teddy Bridgewater, so of course if they don't yeah. if they don't break out, they lose the game because the Bears did score 25 in the end of it, which I yeah. think is a little bit of worrying. They put 15 points up right at the very end as well, so yeah, uh, 15 15 points in the last quarter. So it's it's not as as close as the stat line shows. Um, Bridgewater on the day, two touchdowns. Uh, 23 of 38, 281 yards compared to a. You know, not a bad performance from Trubisky, but not a great one either. Two hundred. Like you're a big yards. fan of of Bridgewater, right? Bridgewater, yeah, yeah, I like Bridgewater. We should have a backup in when... peak, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I I liked him when he when he was at uh, Louisville. I think he had a, he was a great college player, and 
coming in coming into the NFL, I think he got a bit of a bum deal at, at the Vikings. So, um, yeah, I'm happy for it. But Trubisky on this one, what is interesting when you've got a quarterback like Trubisky, you know he's you know he's not a great quarterback, right? We we have to. Do we have to tell people that he's not a great quarterback? Why are you Why are you allowing him to pass the ball fifty four times? Um, that doesn't really make sense to me. Since uh, exactly what we just said about the Cardinals, as you know, running backs do grow on trees. Yeah. So I mean, they've got some good running backs down there. They've got um, Tariq Cohen and, and David Montgomery. So both of which had combined for five carries. Why? I don't. Know. You know, it, it's it's. It's a strange game plan, but far be it from me to uh, to. I'm not still ahead NFL of the Lions. I'm not still ahead of the Lions. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, personally, one that was a really disappointing loss for me. Uh, we both predicted wrong. Seahawks Ravens. I honestly thought that the Ravens were were just gonna gonna be out schemed on this one, and it didn't look like it. They had they had a pretty strong running game, um, but then. Lamar Jackson was just launching the balls over the top, and that's all he's done all season. He runs the ball, or he slings it 35, 40 yards. There's no, there's no middle ground. There's no uh, finesse. There's it's no very, nice touch slants or anything like that. Very he's strange just win. Fling it's it in the air. Win. See if someone can catch it. Like the Ravens are sitting at five and two now, right? So they are, they're going to, they're probably going to make a run, a good run in the playoffs, right? Yeah, it's safe to assume. And like if like the, obviously they might get into the playoffs again as they did last season, I still do not think they can actually beat a um, a contender. Even though the Seahawks were a contender for me, um, this game itself. So when watching it, there is like they dropped two passes on 30 yards. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And and it's a different game. Oh, I mean, yeah. which both set up for ta for touchdowns and. I, I don't understand how you as a Seahawks do not stop the run first, mm -hmm. right? Um, you're gonna force Lamar Jackson to throw. I think everybody knows this, and I don't understand why defenses are not coming up with it because he's not a good thrower. He throws between the lines. He do, cannot make the do, he cannot make those NFL throws on the to the sideline, and he cannot really complete deep apart from launching it. So I'm I'm just confused right now. What def defensive coordinators are thinking that, well, well, we're just gonna let him run right now. Well, we're just gonna let them run again. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna open up this gap for you again. Is it just scheming by the Ravens, by Jim Harbour, or what is I, it right now? I, I'm, I'm confused on how it. they're winning. I honestly, I don't get it because you have to understand that he, he so he, he threw the ball 20 times and he had nine completions. That's less than 50% completion rate. Nine completions, but for 143 yards. <laughs> so he's these he's only throwing deep bombs. However, rushing, he had 116 yards. He had more rushing yards than the whole Seahawks offense, which <laughs> no. is ridiculous. How do you know? How do you not know going into that game that he is going to run the ball? Like he is going to run the ball. How do you not contain that? I think they scored on a on a single wing attempt at the goal line as well. I mean, come on, guys, this is this is NFL stuff here, and you're, you're really not even able to contain this guy. He's a slippery sucker. But I'm very. It's very. On. It's very confusing to me. I think I, I have a theory. I have a theory. Okay. I think my, my theory is, is that um, the running game, the way the Ravens are running it right now, has been dead for years. Okay. Right? Like, what's the last team which has been successfully really ran the ball like that? I'd probably say the Chargers with Vladimir Thomason, right, in 2007, 8. 
like probably the last team which like Lennon Thompson had that season 32 touchdowns. So expand right. expand on what you mean by that by running the so, ball like that. So um having a running game which continuously gives you between 150 and 250 yards. Right. Okay. So like I think that like having a team which rushes for 150 to 250 yards a game has been dead for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Because of the culture change over 10 years also, there's been uh, strategic change, coaching change, and personnel change. I think over those, over that decade, teams are sort of are not equipped anymore to stop a full-on run game. Okay. Be- because the run game itself, there's there's not that many plays you can really run. Like if you're passing it, you can make hundreds of different routes and concepts. On running, you either run zone, outside, inside, done. Right. That's that's sort of what you have. There's nothing, not, nothing much more in there. So uh, just get. No, I mean, I think you're. I think you're probably selling that a little short. I think there's, there is a lot more that you can do with mixing up formations and the different types of blocking schemes that you've got there. But I, I understand where you're coming from. At the end of the day, there are only a set number of holes you can you can run through yes. the A, B, C gaps, and you can run outside. There's, you know, there's, yeah, okay, fine. There's, there's very little. You see what I mean? There's like, yeah. there's the as long as you control gaps. Because there's always you will always be outmanning. You can always outman them. Sort of mm-hmm. putting a helmet on helmet, there should be gaps free on stretch. And then I feel like they there's something culturally or physically or strategically or coachingly missing right now to being able to stop the Ravens. So I think once Belichick comes, I think he's had long long enough experience in that. But <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, well, I I don't I don't think that when when the way that the Patriots defense have been playing. Um, I don't think that there's going to be any real question in that. I think they're gonna they're gonna stop Lamar Jackson. They have to because they're protecting their perfect season, aren't they? So, okay, good. Um, moving on, we got. Let's talk quickly about the uh, the 49ers Redskins game in Washington. That was an absolute washout. Did you see that? Did you see any of the uh, the pictures and the videos of them just sloshing around? And it was like something out of uh, the longest yard when they go yeah, into that yeah. mud bowl game. It was like that. Yeah. Um, the the score nine nil doesn't really say much about either team to be fair because uh, if you've seen those videos that they're playing in puddles like they're sliding yeah. around you, you see someone get tackled on the numbers and that they they slide all the way through to the like the water <laughs> and the bench <laughs> it's crazy so um, yeah we'll we'll just wipe that one that was fine another another four ers win they protect their perfect start as well. Um, Big game as well for the division and well for for rivalries. Uh, Eagles Cowboys, uh, we called yeah. that one as a Cowboys win, so that's very good. Um, they're going to be back screaming their uh, their bandwagon shit again now. But what do you think about that? Did you see that Dak Prescott holds the holds the record now for the most rushing touchdowns uh, by Cowboys QB franchise history? Well, they didn't really ever have a really rushing quarterback, so it's not. Yeah, I, I would. It's like. But would you say yeah. Dak's a rushing quarterback? He's not, so. No, I don't think he's a rushing quarterback either. So the thing is, the Cowboys are not as good at as 37 points, and I think the Eagles are not as bad as 10 points. So I think it's very difficult to say right now because I know with the Cowboys you have clearly some sort of problem in the coaching department, but I think the Eagles just played so badly that it didn't make a difference. Okay. 
I, I think you're probably right on that. And uh, also the the final score again, like, it doesn't really reflect the game because ten points put up at the end, garbage time for the Cowboys. So really, you're looking at what what is probably only a two two, two, two score game. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, brilliant. And then we'll go on to the Patriots, who absolutely annihilated the Jets uh, on Monday Night Football. I mean, was there any real question about this? No. But, well, I didn't think it was going to be as bad as the routine. Uh, yeah, you know, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Jesus Christ. I mean... Well, I, the thing is, now now we have this thing. Um, the Patriots are 7-0, and but they are, um, their opponents are from last season, I think, or like the opponents this season are combined 8-22. I think something like that. I think it's as bad as 8-22. Mm, more games than that, but yeah, it would be 30-something. But yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, they, their their opponents have been weak. The schedule has been awful for uh, uh, well, has been really for good the, for them. Yeah, the, Super Bowl the champion. Yeah, exactly. You you would have thought that something tough. I I spoke to uh, I was talking to Malloy the other week, and he was explaining to me how the actual NFL schedule is put together, and it's done on a rotation system. Um, that they obviously they play everybody in their division twice, home and away, and they play somebody from the respective other conference. They'll play another division uh, and that will change every year. So, I mean, this hasn't been gifted to them. It's just how the, how the cards have, have landed, how the chips have fallen mm. or whatever you want. But um, it does seem like they've got a pretty easy, it does, it, pretty like, easy schedule. I mean, the Patriots did pick up right now, Mohamed Sanu. For a uh, second round pick. And I think that's a good, it's a good trade. Mohamed Sanu trade. is, is I think both parties really won here because they're not using him. At the Falcons, you have Ridley and Jones, so you might as well get rid of him. And the Patriots desperately need a number one. Yeah. So I mean, th- this is his seventh. This is Mohamed Sanu's seventh season in the NFL, and he has had uh, six, f- five, six of them have been over 500 receiving yards in a season with quarterbacks uh, at the Bengals and at the, the Falcons. Who you know, he's actually not been their their first receiver either. So ever, he's never been a first receiver. So I, th- I think he's very much underrated. I like him. I think he's got speed. He's got range. Uh, he can catch the ball well. He runs around well. I think the problem what he has is he's not as physically strong as a normal number one. Yeah. So like comparing him to an actual number one receiver, he's not as physically strong. And those jump balls is not what he usually gets. That's why that's he true. gets slants. And But that's not really what the Patriots are asking you to do. No. No, they'll ask. They'll play to your strength. They'll send him down. Like they'll send him on crossing rounds with Julian Edelman. You know, what I mean, they'll both play him out of from the inside. Um, like, is if if Gordon is healthy, Gordon will be the one who is going for the jump ball. So I think Mohamed Sanu is a, he he'll do he'll do some damage with Barry. It's, it's a great pickup for the Patriots and for the for Sanu. I would be I would be very happy with that trade as well because you know just upgrade us. <laughs> yeah, Monday Monday morning he was uh, he was. One and six, and then Tuesday morning he was seven and seven zero. So, with the yeah, I don't see, I don't see anybody beating Patriots in the AFC right now. Do you? No, no. Should we go into this? Do you want to talk about this? Well, let's just I'll just recap it? over. Let's just recap over some of this Jets Patriots game, and then we'll go on to that because right. it is worth talking about. Darnold had a atrocious day. I mean, bearing in mind this is a Sam Darnold who beat the Cowboys uh, the other week. You know, he he. Came back from his bout of mono um, and, and had a good game against the Cowboys. He then came back and threw four interceptions and lost a fumble to uh, to this Patriots defense, which is a very good defense. 
But at a certain point, come on. What are you doing here, buddy? Um, Le'Veon Bell was trying his best. He had uh, 15 carries for 70 yards. It's okay. The whole offense, I mean, the, the, the team as a whole, offense only had 154 yards. This Patriots defense, I, I read us that the other day, that was the Patriots defense. If the offense never took the field and we only went on Patriots defensive scores, they'd be 3-3-1 three, three and one this season. <laughs> Which is unbelievable. The fact that the Patriots defense would have outscored three offenses this year. <laughs> that is the craziest stat. Yeah, ridiculous. I mean, they're, they're doing so well. And, and them being able to bolster their offense with the pickup of, of Sanu. I mean, looking at this, CJ Mosley came back on the Jets defense. He didn't really have much of a, an impact on his return. They were sending four or five guys after Brady. And he was so safe. What, you know, watching through this game, he, he was never under any threat, never under any pressure. You've got pretty much linemen there just blocking one-on-one and holding their guy for six, seven seconds. It's unbelievable. The, Brady has no pressure on him whatsoever throughout the whole game. Um, and obviously playing somebody like him and that offense, you can't do that. So, uh, yeah, it was... It was what, what, what did we speak yesterday about, right? How do you beat the uh, yesterday, last week? How do you beat the Patriots? Yeah, exactly. Right. And it was it was never done. So you, you've got to force him to make those difficult throws. You've got to force him to throw early or, or on the move. And, and move him off the spot. Do you it, know what it, I mean? it just didn't happen. You never saw it. And I don't know, you know, if we, if we go through their forward schedule, I just don't know who's actually going to be able to defensively to handle with them and offensively be able to put points up on, on that, that stellar defense. I mean, this week they're, they're playing the Browns. Um, I don't, I don't see anything. Browns, Browns coming off a bye week, but still, I don't see Baker Mayfield being able to do anything against this Patriots defense. Um, as much as I'd love to see the, the Browns defense put some pressure on him, again, I don't think that's happening. Yeah. The Ravens the week after. Yeah, uh, you'll see you'll see that run game stop. Like, mm-hmm. that will stop. Like, you, they, there's no way. There is no way the Ravens are running on Bill Belichick. No, no, no. Um, uh, following that, they've got a game against the Eagles. Again, I don't see that being a big game for the, for, for the Patriots. No. I don't think that's going to stop. Terrible them. defense. Yeah, um, they've got the Cowboys. Terrible offense. I think... Cowboys are a mess. Probably yeah. Cowboys the only ones who can like put up a fight. Yeah, say probably. This way. Well, but I mean, from that, they've got they've got a run of three games. Then, so you've got the Cowboys who potentially can put up a fight, and then you've got. They're playing the Texans and then they're playing the Chiefs. So I think that's probably if this is going to happen, you got three games there where where somebody will put some put some stress onto the team. But that's it, three games in a whole season where you're stressed. Even if they lose those three games, they're still killing it this season. Thirteen, they're still thirteen and three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Still home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs. Yeah. I mean, after that, they've got the Bengals, which might as well might as well just give it, give it a one 0 walkover. They might as well not turn up. Uh, the Bills, which did give them trouble, but still no. Uh, and then and then the Dolphins. So last three games of the season are sure locks as well. So this is so this is so correct. Like you're like you you're making such valid points right now. If you're thinking about it, like the Patriots have six automatic wins with the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins. Yeah. So the, any season they are six and zero because yeah. none of those teams are compared compatible. Uh, competitive, right? Mm-hmm. Then you look at the other skill, uh, the other schedules. The Steelers were trash. Redskins were trash. Giants were trash. They are all trash teams. Then your Browns are trash. 
Bengals are trash, Eagles are trash. So you have four poten- four potential games, right, which are actually competitive for them. The Ravens, Cowboys, Texas, and Chiefs. Chiefs without Mahomes are trash. Texas well, just lost I mean, to the Colts. That, that game that game's in about six weeks. So hopefully yeah. Mahomes will be back for that. But yeah. So that's like I'm looking at just purely out of schedule one because I. Oh. I don't even know. Like, there's nobody you can really do it. I think let's, it'll be interesting to see if the Cowboys can do something. Texans are just is like a wild card. They can be good. They can be they can lose to Jacoby Brissett. And oh my God, if they would go 16 and 0, I'd like like it'll be banter. Yeah, yeah, but but they get the credit. Exactly. So, well, like I said before, in in 20 years' time, nobody's gonna say, oh, they went 16 and 0, but. Uh, it was yeah. a pretty easy schedule. No, they're just going to say 16-0. So it'll be it'll go one for the history books and and move on. But like I mean, they went already one 16-0. I didn't even know who to play there. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, what do you have next? Um. Well, I was gonna. I wanted to talk to you about who do you think won the trade between Marcus Peters? Uh, between well, who do you think won? Who do you think got the better corner? Baltimore of Marcus Peters or the Rams of Jalen Ramsey? I mean, the fact of the matter is, for me, Ramsey's a better corner. It depends what you need out of your corner, but Ramsey's a physical guy. He's a fantastic coverage corner, and, you know, Ramsey's a better corner. This this week, um, stat-wise, I think Peters came away with a, a better stat line because he has obviously had that, that uh, pick six that he got in. But really, I think I could have caught that, and I, I could have walked yeah. that one in. It, it wasn't a... Wasn't a spectacular catch and play, and no, um, he jumped. He just the, jumped out like he was untouched. So yeah, yeah. As far as the actual gameplay went for him, um, he 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 did okay. But we, we've been through it before. Russell Wilson is an MVP caliber quarterback. I don't think at any point he was locking him down. I don't think at any point he was he was cutting him off with the with the uh, it, the coverage. I think it was just all up front and the run game that couldn't get going. So there we are with that. Ramsey, on the other hand, uh, I think he's still banged up. Um, he, he he did have that back injury, and he seems to have miraculously just come straight back in for the Rams. Although he didn't play in the last three weeks for the uh, for the Jags, but um, no, Ramsey had a a pretty pretty nonchalant game. Four tackles. Actually, he did have a forced fumble against Devonta Freeman, who Freeman uh, recovered the ball. But yeah, the thing is, we'll we'll see how he plays. Obviously, like you get you you need some practice with the team. You get used to it and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I do see though is I'm still thinking about well, if you've given up this much, well, they've given up two first round picks, right? Mm-hmm. For Ramsey and a couple of other picks, whatever. Like, you must be giving him a contract then. Like, right now, on that Rams defense, on that Rams team, someone must not be getting paid. And they must know that. Like, you must know that. Someone is yeah. not going to get paid. And I mean, Fowler, he, he gave that interview in the week, didn't he? He gave that interview, which he explained what happened with uh, with the Rams, uh, and sorry, with, with, the, with the Jacksonville team and why he felt like he had to leave there as well. Um, if you haven't seen that interview, go and watch it. It's it's quite interesting, and it it talks about the the back office, or sorry, yeah, the, yeah. the issues it. that they've got with um with. I think he, he had he had a, a a bit of a to and fro with the head coach on the sideline. Said I think it was a challenge flag. He said I want you to throw a challenge flag. The coach decided he wasn't going to do it. 
um, and and they had a bit of an argument about it. But that's it. Did he, you he, 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 that? Uh, I mean, I believe that that happened. Yeah, sure. Why not? He, he he came away from it and said, "We cleared it up. We respect. We respect." Um, he's the coach. At the end of the day, he wanted him to trust him, but he didn't. Fine, move on. Water under the bridge. We carry on. But then I think the issue for Ramsey was that he got called into. Apparently, he got called into a boardroom um, and just got berated by a load of uh, senior execs that just had nothing to do with the game. And he was like, "You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I don't turn up to get. I don't turn up for this." I'm going to go somewhere else. And I think that was that was his main thing. So the money aspect of it apparently has nothing to do with it. But I think we all know it does. So um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see who at the Rams is not getting paid. Do you want to hear my theory? Go on. You go for it. Well, they were not playing him in man coverage. Right. They're not playing him in man coverage enough for him to have a good enough season to be able to, you know, contend for a top uh, top contract. Because he was, okay. he's gonna, get, he's gonna ask for a top cornerback contract, right? He's gonna mm-hmm. be highest, co- like he will, he's gonna say he was, like he said last year, that he's gonna make the team bleed, like they're gonna have to pay really. Said like if they would have given him contract last season, they would have gotten a discount. Now they, he's, they're gonna have to pay, but for them to pay, he's gonna have to have a season. Like you, yeah. you like you're gonna have to have a season. And then it was looking like DeAndre Hopkins was burning him. Which he wasn't because he was in, in uh, zone coverage. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it was looking to me very much like, well, that was the problem because after their little rant or little thing on the sideline, then he went into man coverage and shut down DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. which he needed to do because I don't, like, I'm not 100% sure that people are trading, like, I'm not 100% sure that the Rams are trading for him if he doesn't shut down the probably, well, one of the top three receivers in the, in the country. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he, like I said, he he has a tough job. He's a very good quarterback, and he he does week in week out cover the best receivers in the game, the best receivers yeah. on every team. Plus, he tackles this, really well. Oh yeah, he's a physical player. And this week he's going to go up against the. He's in London, uh, and he's going to go up against the Bengals, and we'll see if he causes some trouble for uh, for Andy Dalton. Um, uh, I, I well, that's, doesn't need Jamie to be in trouble. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I would be interested to see if if Dalton even decides to throw his way because, I mean, you're playing with fire, aren't you? You are. You're actually playing with fire. At this stage, why are you not trading Andy Green? <sighs> Sorry, is this conversation about the Bengals? Is this conversation about the Bengals putting you to sleep? Boring. I fucking hate that team. I hate Andy Dalton. I don't understand why Andy, uh, Andy like AJ Green is not asking for a trade. Like that's yeah. the one person who deserves a trade. Like imagine AJ Green on the Patriots. Yeah. Good. Um, okay. Would you, shall but we go I mean, into predictions for well, next week? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Have we got anything else to talk about? It was quite oh, a week this week. There wasn't much to happen. Yeah. There was no drama. No real drama. No. Um, so okay, let's let's move on to some predictions. Um, Just from left to right. Start? Yeah, let's start with um, the Thursday night football Redskins at Vikings. I don't think like that one win the Redskins have is against the Dolphins. Oh yeah, the Vikings have got this. Yeah, I think so. I think as much as uh, I, I don't I don't think that Kirk Cousins is is worth the money that he's getting paid. Vikings have still got this game. I'm going to say this one. Um, I don't think Kirk Cousins worth the money he's getting paid, but at the moment, he's putting at least more yards and points up than Andy Dalton, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, should I keep going? Um, Matt okay. Ryan, etc. Anyway, like I, can, I, can, I can keep this up because 
I don't think it's like a long-term resolution, but whatever they're asking him to do right now, he decided to finally show up and do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. Seahawks Falcons. Um, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is never going to take back-to-back L's, especially against the Falcons. So okay. I'm going to put my brand on the Seahawks for this. This is the last. Like I've done it once and never again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I going with the with the Falcons? Uh, Broncos at Colts in Lucas Oil. Like, uh, I hate Joe Flacco. <laughs> yeah, I have a trend. I just don't like quarterbacks who are getting paid a lot of money and then just don't do their job because I think there's a lot of other potential young quarterbacks who could be taking that or Cook uh, or Colin Kaepernick. So I'm just gonna go with the, with, the, uh, with Indiana and I think they're gonna keep the momentum going. Yeah, it's a home game for them. It's inside. I think it'll be fine. Um, I just... Something tells me that somehow the Broncos are going to win this. Philip Lindsay's going to run all over them or something stupid like that. But okay, we'll go with the Colts. Um, You're going to... No, we, you can go, go with Denver if you want to go with Denver. No, no, no. I'm going to stay with the Colts because I really think they will win this. Um, especially if they get some of their defensive defensive uh, players back as well. Okay. Buccaneers at Titans. Hoo-hoo. This really is anybody's game because both of these teams have been so up and down this year, and yeah. they can they can beat some of the best teams and they can lose to some of the worst teams. So, really, anything can happen in this one. Do we think that uh, do we think that Tannehill uh, Tannehill captained Titans can beat the Buccaneers at home? Yeah, I think I'll I think I'll stay with the Titans. I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Okay. Just mainly because I need some games which I which are against you. We cannot do that. Exactly on all of them. So I they, there's a couple of games where I'm not I'm not 100 sure. So I'm gonna go with the other one. Okay. Because I all think right. Tampa Bay beaten Rams, right? So yeah. like they've outscored the Rams. So I think they can outscore Tennessee. That's the thing. The Buccaneers the Buccaneers can put points on the board. They absolutely can. I mean, with a healthy Mike and Evans coming, and Godwin, then they and they're coming back of a uh, bye week. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I think you might be right on this one. I'm staying with the Titans, but I think you might be right. Okay, um, Rams-Bengals in London. Uh, it's a home game for the Rams, but it's still in London. I still think the Bengals, uh, the Rams have got this all over. There's no way the Bengals are taking this. Like, you could play without Jared Goff and you'd win it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Eagles at Bills. What do we think? <laughs> like, it's just, I, I wanted to call that the trash ball, but it's already been one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think, like, you're forgetting Buffalo is 5-1. and one. <laughs> I'm saying don't sleep on the Buffalo's defense. <laughs> Buffalo is 5-1. and one. I, Like, Eagles just don't have anybody who can catch the ball really that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, from... I'm going Bills all the way. <sighs> I kind of, I want to go with the Bills, but I think that's one other game which I can decide, like, go against you. But, nah, fine, let's go with the Bills because... Like after those ten points against the Cowboys, I just don't see how they can put more up against the Bills. Okay, here's a game we can definitely split: Chargers Bears. Fine, this I'll time let, I'll let you go first, and I'll take this the other time, one. This time, this time the. <laughs> 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 the thing is, Chargers always find ways to lose it. Um, Chicago did put twenty-five points up. I think this time, what the time was the year? It's end of October, right? Mm-hmm. It's in Soldier Field. It's in Chicago. 
I'm gonna this time this time I think Rivers got it. You think? Yeah. I just like Phil Rivers more than Tobiskin. I think he can do it. Okay, you're gonna take the charges. I will take the Bears. That's fine. I was actually you're quite go happy with the Bears with that. anyway. I was gonna yeah, go with the Bears anyway. So I can see in your eyes them. you were gonna go with the Bears. The, yeah, so. yeah, the defense. The defense is uh, is quite impressive. So, um, well, hasn't been this last couple of weeks, but um, yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, Giants at the Lions. Come on, the Lions got to take this one. I'm gonna say Lions, and then you can agree with me. I said it first, so just because it's your team, you can agree. <laughs> I would never go against the Lions. Yeah, I know. Uh, Jets at Jacksonville. Jets at Jacksonville. What do you want me to say? Minshew Magic. Minshew Magic. The Jags all the way. Duval. Okay. Um, Panthers at the 49ers. Is this the game that Christian McCaffrey runs all over the 49ers and puts the first L on the board for them? I think so. What do you think? You think? Yeah. yeah. I think I, so. Uh, I don't think I don't think the San Franciscos are as good as four six and zero, but Carolina is definitely four and two. So I like that. I like I like the matchup. Um, I think San Francisco is a little bit oh in over their head at the moment, and they're sort of swagging around a little bit too much, riding that Cal Shanahan scheme wagon at the moment. I think the key for the key for this is there's two things from the 49ers. Obviously, the first thing they need to do is figure out a way to limit the damage that Christian McCaffrey is going to do to them. Yeah. yeah. So if the de- if the defense can contain that, then fine. Also, they need to put a lot of points on the board. I think they need to really, really move the ball on this one. And I think they need to take Luke Keishley out of the game because he's he is a very, very smart, very talented linebacker. And if he sees what Jimmy Garoppolo is trying to do, it's not going to end well for them. So if, if Shanahan can scheme around taking Luke Keith out of the game, then I think they've got it. So I'm going to go with the 49ers. Yeah. The thing is, I'm going to I'm going to stick with the I'm going to stick with Carolina. I will say, though, that San Francisco, if I go offense versus defense, I think that offense of San Francisco's Shanahan scheme will beat the Carolina defense at the moment. And I think also San Francisco defense, you know, can keep Carolina intact. But I'm, I still think that San Francisco is just a little bit in over their head. So we'll get stake with Carolina. Okay. Uh, moving through the last couple quite quickly. Raiders, Texans. I will say Texans, the home team. Same. Um, and then we've got Browns, Patriots. Go on. Give me an insight on this one. <laughs> well, it's just there's nothing to say. The yeah. Baker Mayfield is... Tooth is not at the moment the way it looks that Baker Mayfield cannot see the field. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's him not seeing the field or if this, the plays are designed so there's going to the wrong people the ball. So okay. I, I don't know. It's just it's just a mess right now. And New England is just a better overall team. I think I said this in in week two or three that I don't know what's going on with the play calling whether it's whether it's the play calling that's wrong at the Browns or whether Baker Mayfield isn't able to execute it but there's definitely something that's just been wrong with them recently. Um, but we already said that nothing nothing stopping the Patriots until week ten I think it is. Um, Packers at Chiefs now is is Mahomes being out of this game a good thing for him or a bad thing because. At the end of the day, you're going to pit Aaron Rodgers, who's re- revitalizing his MVP, um, his MVP status sort of 
at the moment going for the race for that um, against the Chiefs without Patrick Mahomes. Now, I think if he was in there, Packers are probably still going to win this game. Without Patrick Mahomes, he hasn't, got that, he hasn't got that blemish on his record. He hasn't got that thing where he's like, you know, I, I was injured. I wasn't there. He can always say, nah, if I was playing, we would have won. So I, I think it might be a good thing for Pat to be out, but obviously not for the team. Packers nah, are going to win this they, either I think way. Packers' defense is way better than the Kansas City defense. Yeah. And so there we okay. go. Uh, which brings us to the final game, Monday Night Football, the game that everybody cannot wait to watch, Dolphins at Hinesfield oh against God, the Steelers. Oh, God, you got the Monday Night. Prime time. Like, nobody's going to watch that game. No, I, I don't even know if I'm going to watch this game. And I'm a Steelers fan. Um, no, I think, like, the Miami Dolphins are obviously actively trying to lose, so... You know what? I reckon, do you reckon the Dolphins might take this game? No, no. Maybe? No, no. We're going to say Steelers. I'm going to Steelers. I can't bet against my team. They're at home. But we'll see. The Dolphins actually put a pretty good performance up this week uh, until the, the, the final quarter. So when oh, they realize, oh, shit, we better lose because we're doing too well. Um, <laughs> like nobody ever had. I don't, yeah. I've never seen someone get an onside kick recovered for a touchdown. No, no. Like, <laughs> unbelievable. But, okay. So there we go. We'll get these published out so you can see them. They're in the history books. They're on record forever. So you all know how badly right. we did on the prediction <laughs> no I, thank you I, very I'm much for listening happy. this yeah. has been so fun i actually do like let us know what you think about sort of the little bit changed format right now i think we've changed it right now again right so we yeah we go, changed go, all, i like this one though that we're just going through all the games and then through the ones we wanted to say something we did something the other ones we just sort of rushed through mm-hmm. sweet let's rock this one out have a good one everybody follow us on at fake underscore punt on instagram facebook and twitter Mikey, push out. Peace.